broadcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him, and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics. Welcome back to another week of The Hunting Show. I'm your host, Stephen Spargo, and this is the last show for 2015. Where's it gone? There's some 35, 40 shows we've done this year, plus bonus shows, and you guys have continued to issue me feedback, both positive and negative, show ideas, and none of that's going to stop. You'll see our Facebook and Twitter feeds going nuts over the next few weeks, particularly with Christmas coming up, and you'll also see that I will respond to emails. If you email me, you might see that. Uh, I will be online doing all those kinds of things. You just won't have a podcast until probably mid January. Somewhere in there, we'll start the podcast again, and I'm already getting requests for interviews. Our last show for 2015, I needed to I needed to put a little bit of extra thought into it, and I wanted to go off topic slightly, and that is it's Christmas, and what's important at Christmas times, families, friends, and the kids, and all that kind of stuff as well. So this week I'm joined by well a co-host of mine from another podcast in another life, and my friend Peter Blanks. How are you, Peter? Very well, Stephen. Good to be here. Yes, and well, good to be here. This is your place oh, on the yes, yeah. and uh, where we record another show. We have a show called Mind Blanks, and if you want to check that out, look us up on Facebook, Mind Blanks Podcast, or find us on iTunes. A little bit of a, a sideways sell to something else that we do that has nothing to do with hunting. But today, what we're talking about is is hunting and how it affects your relationship. And the reality of it is, is most hunters don't hunt with their partners, whether they're, you know, heterosexual, homosexual, married, straight, male, female. Um, I've even met not that long ago. In fact, if you go back to an interview I did with David Benfield, I met a transgender hunter. She had changed to a he, and wow. uh, and now one of Australia's more prominent hunters and and a truck driver. <laughs> So there ain't there no go. stereotyping even in the in the craft of hunting. So Peter, first of all, I wanted to talk to you about hunting because it's a sport and a craft and a passion and a lifestyle. And we've all heard the adage, you know, those families that hunt together stay together. And for those of you that achieve that, congratulations, you know, isn't that a, an amazing thing to have a husband, wife, children and everything out in the hills together? And could that be quite a bonding experience? Oh. Absolutely, you know, and, and even rotten experiences uh, in time turn out to be bonding ones, don't they? You know, so, oh, yeah, yeah, getting you know, lost. It all went or... wrong, and it was the worst <laughs> weekend ever. But you know, when you look back at later on, not at the time, but when you look back, it's like, oh, remember that, and you know mm. what we learnt, and yeah, yeah, exactly. But like I said earlier, the reality is, is most or a good number of hunters don't hunt with their wives, or if they do, the wife sometimes comes with them. A little bit like my case, uh, my wife doesn't hunt, but she certainly will come for a walk, and mm. she kind of must hope I don't shoot something when I'm with her. Um, but we, we do that together. How, how First of all, what are the issues? What are the possible issues that can come with this? Well, interesting one. I suppose time's a biggie, hey, because it's not like you're, you're usually when you're hunting, you're not out for a, like half hour or so. Mm, you no. know, <laughs> <laughs> so time's, I guess, a big one, and where you use your time up and that whole life balance stuff. Um, um, 
you know, that I, I guess that's the first one that comes to mind, not being a hunter myself, you know, I can get lost in town, let alone out in the yeah. bush. So, <laughs> but, but I can use my imagination and, and I have come across clients in the past that, you know, that has been an issue for um, where there's quite a, a bit of time. You know, this is people's passion and, and you know, it's, it's their life and, you know, it's, it's all about sort of providing food and you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Mm. And um but, it, you know, it's, it's the first one that comes to mind is the time away from each other, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. now, just to, to go back to slightly, uh, something I didn't do earlier is introduce you properly. So, Peter, you are a relationship counsellor, or is that, how do you coin yourself? I, I'm a life coach. So mm. I, I work with people on any level they want to, whether it's business or careers or relationships or themselves, mm. uh, whatever, whatever. So it's quite a holistic sort of... Look at life, if you like. So, and I'm not a counsellor; I'm a coach. Really, so. <laughs> yeah, whoops! Already said the c word. Uh, but but you also have spent a lot of time in that relationship arena, haven't you? Definitely, it's one of the things that comes up most often. You know, with mm. people, um, whether it's you know the flat out in their business and that's affecting their relationship or the relationships affecting their business. So you know, it goes through everything, really. Yeah. So so I'm out hunting a lot. And first of all, I'm not talking about me. Okay, so the I in this case is the the uh, proverbial I. I'm just trying to give you an example. So say I was out hunting a lot and I, I feel that I would be, or could I be unaware that my partner even is, is even worried or stressed out or angry that I'm away yeah. a lot? Is it, is that, does that happen? Quite likely, yeah. I, you know, I think because it is such a passion and it's the thing that takes up people's mind, there, there's always going to be a an effort to defend their mm. being away or you know so and sometimes the other person doesn't get listened to or they're seen as the handbrake or you know all that sort of stuff that goes on in, in general relationships and uh, so that can cause some issues I guess yeah mm. so how would I how do you even address that oh good thinking um, communication's <laughs> the bigger yeah you know it's like a, a understanding more than communication I guess you know I mean if you're going to be hitched up to a hunter Mm. Male or female, you, you you need to know that's it's quite a passion, eh? Mm. <laughs> you know, and it's not it's not short term. You know, it's not half hour here or there. It's it's could be overnight or it could be two or three or weekends and stuff like that. Mm. So I suppose it's that whole communicating with each other and getting an understanding. You know, I can liken it a little bit to in Taupo where the the host of the Iron Man, and uh, it's it's a similar sort of thing. You know, when when somebody takes up an Iron Man. The whole family has to be involved in that because the training is just like immense, you know. And so, unless you've got some understanding that this is what's going to happen, and you converse about that about how we're going to do this, because it affects the whole family. Yeah, and I guess hunting would be similar. Because one of the things a lot of partners have said about their husbands or wives out hunting is at least they know they're not with someone else. You know, they're kind of in the hills by themselves. True. And unless yeah. it's an episode of Brokeback Mountain, generally <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're on the safer yeah. side of the, the ledger. But it still must be time away. Yeah, that, I think that's the biggie here, isn't mm. it? You know, it's like I guess people in relationships want to spend some time. So I think it's quite important that that whole quality time thing is when we are together that we we can – really enjoy being together and, and know that when we're apart that's okay it will only enhance what what we do when we're together oh, again you know you reckon how's <laughs> that for a reframe yeah yeah, yeah well, that's exactly right the other big one that i see over and over and over again is money 
Yeah. This is not an inexpensive sport, or I think it can be, but realistically it isn't, you know. Yes. Uh, people drop an awful lot of their income on their passion. Yeah. And I think they justify that by saying, well, I am a provider and I'm yeah, bringing I'm meat a, into the home. Hunter-gatherer. Yeah, 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 all of that stuff. And yeah. I think that's quite a primal thing that people go through there. But all that aside, what about the money? Surely yeah. that's going to cause some friction from time to time. Interesting enough, I was just listening to a, a relationship counsellor talking and what were the top five things that, that caused problems in relationship, you know. And the first one was that S word, sex. <laughs> and that's that causes problem. Money's the next one on the list. So yeah, when when you know, I know when my wife and I we go out, we she looks at the dress shops, and I go into Dick Smith's, and which is a you know, one of those sort of boy like, shops, boy shops, you mm. know. And uh, we've got totally different things. And I, I I think nothing of spending you know a couple of grand on something where you know she goes, oh, what do you want to do? So there's this whole difference. There's this value about how we spend our money, which is another thing that causes some issues. And we'll, in any, in any event, let alone you know, spending it on hunting. Mm. But I think there is that to it, isn't it? You know, like um, bringing home the bacon sort of stuff. It's, it's like that's, you know, I know hunters that you know, keep well fed over a year. So that's a biggie too, isn't it? You know, you, there is some sort of return, not for everybody, I guess, but there's a return there. Yeah, well, in like theory, there's a return, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I look at it in my case that I probably offset the cost of my sport by by the amount of food that I bring home, yeah. and it's something that I'm I'm deeply proud of. You know, yeah. I put food yeah. on the table, yeah. Yeah. and for us, well, it's it, real yeah. primal stuff. It is very yeah. primal, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, but it's also a fitness thing, and that's something yeah. that uh, someone brought up recently with me, and it was a partner of a hunter, and she said to me. Well, it keeps his beer gut down. <laughs> yeah, there you you go. know, so that's a reframing, isn't yeah, it? Yep. Yeah. So, like with anything, I think when you're when you're open to conversing with each other and having good communication and open communication, you know, one of my favourite terms is turning conflict into conversation. So, you know, if you are having conflict, it's much better to actually. You know, listen to the other person and talk about it and get the issues out and some you know a lot a lot of people go about defending their their place oh you know you know, I'm, I'm going out and I'm doing this for you darling you know it's, it's, I'm going hunting and I'm bringing home the bacon and I'm doing all this but in actual fact that's not the issue necessarily is it it's, it's how it affects the relationship mm-hmm. and, and so yeah very different I mean that's what I've noticed over the years you know I get two people in that having talked to them separately and the stories, they're living in the same house, it's the same relationship, but the stories <laughs> I get are just totally different. <laughs> Way different. Way different. And that's, yeah. a, and that's a whole thing with that, the old turtle with the snail on the yep. back of it, isn't it? The yep. turtle's walking on the snail on the back going, woohoo! Yep. And it's all about where you're sitting and, yep. and, and your, your perception of the world. Peter, what are some warning signs that your craft and your sport and your passion are taking away from your passion, I suppose, uh, at home or that there's an issue there because I think a lot of guys particularly and maybe and I can only speak from, but they walk around with blinkers on don't yep. they and they don't yep. see the warning signs so what could we be looking for well well, it was interesting and again what this counsellor was saying mingled through all these things whether it's sex money um, whether it's time or whatever it is there's this resentment stuff that goes on you know when people start resenting 
and you come home after a, you know, a couple of days hunting and you go, yoo-hoo, this has been fantastic, and you walk into this sort of cold, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, indifferent sort of, yeah, you know, and, and not interested in what you're doing and don't want to hear anything about it. And, you know, that's, there's signal signs to say that there's, there's possibly resentment, and, and I think it's quite common over all sorts of things, resentment over how much money you're spending on it, how much time you're, you're – yeah, so – so I think um, being aware of that, that this other person, rightly, wrongly or whatever, is going to have a totally different view of what you're doing and, and how they perceive it and how they experience it because mm-hmm. you're, you're out there uh, you know, having a great old time, eh? living your passion, doing what you really love, keeping fit and you know, all that stuff and bringing home something. But that might not be at all important to the other person. You know, it might be quality time for them and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you're away three or four nights a week or something like that, it, it's hard to have that quality time. So it is about conversing with that, isn't it? And say, like, this is our life. This is really important to me and this is really important to you. How do we do this? You know, can we have a conversation about how, and let's keep the, the conversation ongoing. There needs to be an openness to, to hear each other, I guess. Eh? Gee, and how do you frame that for, um, you know, Mr. Mr. sort of rugged bush guy who comes in here? And you know, wearing stubbies and a singlet and bush boots on, yeah. um, who really doesn't want to hear it. We're, we're trying to say, I'm sure inside there, that's not what he's thinking, is it? It's just the the. No, you know, it's the, I don't think you know when you're, especially when you're really passionate about things, and mm. this is part of your whole life. You know, I mean, most hunters I know have grown up with it. Mm. It's been part of their life, and and uh, you know, to have it have an issue in their relationship is really difficult. What if? Wife or husband says it's time to choose. Oh, ultimatums, eh? <laughs> Never found that they work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that old chestnut, eh? Doesn't yeah. Do this or else. It's but does, like, that uh, must come up, you know. Oh, gosh, sure. it's time to choose. Yeah, yeah. So, so again, I think it's it's having a conversation about that. It's like this, this, you know, values what's really important to me and what's really important to you, and how there's always a solution if you get to talk about it. Hey, you know, always as long as you can be open to have the conversation and not really defend your patch. You know, it's like a, a, most people go into defence mode mm. when they're challenged, and why do you have to? It's like I don't have to defend what I'm doing. You know, um, oft, often that's been clear that this is. You know, when people get together, this is a big part of their life, you know, and it's like... Uh, In fact, that was my next point. Yeah. You know, uh, Hunter is standing there thinking, that, uh, you know, this isn't new. No, no, you knew... Mostly. You knew this when you picked me up. <laughs> what about the ones where it is new, where it's a passion yeah. that's discovered yep. midway through and the wife's going, or the, or the husband's going, or, or girlfriend, yep. is, I didn't sign up for this shit. Yeah, exactly, mm. yeah. So that's another... Uh, values issue that you know like there's there's three things that can happen with it in a when people disagree with each other one is you know i've got a problem with what you're doing and you listen to that and go oh that's no problem i can change that you know that happens a lot in relationship doesn't it you know it's it's um we can sort these things out it's not a major and then there's another level where you get to agree to disagree you know uh, but it's not a game breaker you, you know you say well I, i'm doing this and you're doing this and you've got a problem and i've got a problem can can we still do this and it's not a game break and then you go up to the next level which is a values level in a sense and pe- people often don't change their values you know they've grown up with this it's a big part of them and um, when uh, when those things are challenged they become very very difficult and again it's communication it's listening to each other and hearing each other respecting 
that's a big word, isn't it? Respecting mm. each other. This person's got a valid point of view and I've got a valid point of view. How can we converse about that without getting into some dogfight, mm. deer but, fight? Bef- yes, <laughs> a rut. A rut. <laughs> Before we really get into some solutions, and I know we've talked about communication, but I want to really touch on how to broach this yeah. next. One aspect of hunting as a sport, and I think there's other sports that have this in common with it, is fear. The partner is at home and she or he Mm. is in fear Mm. that either their partner or husband or wife is not going to come home, is Mm. going to get shot. They they actually run through this. And interestingly enough, a friend of mine who I go hunting with a bit, and he probably listens to the show, he'll know exactly who I'm talking about, had a real issue with that. When his wife had their second baby, Mm. uh, it wasn't going to happen. You know, yeah. so what what we did is we I, I take a tracker with me, and you can watch me live on yeah. online if you want to. Yeah. And my wife doesn't even do that; she's like, whatever. Um, yeah. I'll look See you when I, you get back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to watch where you're going. But one thing that was really useful for this particular person was be able, being able to sit there on the iPad and not stalk them, but actually watch in ten minute dots yeah. where they are. They're still moving. And for whatever reason, uh, that alleviated any stress. Yep. So is it a – but that fear thing is heavy and yes. deep. And what yes. do you do about that? Well, there, there's a solution there, isn't it? Like uh, you found a solution. I think there's always a solution if you look for it, you know, and, and you can talk about those things and, well, we could do this or we could do that. But, you know, in, in my neck of the woods, if a person's fearful about that thing, they own a problem. Quite rightly, of course, you know, we're not saying that's not not an issue, but it's theirs. And so, sometimes you can do everything you like, but you can't allay other people's fears. It's actually theirs to deal with. Okay, so if this person does have this issue, again, it comes back to the communication. So you get really worried about me while I'm out, you know. Keeping that in conversation and um, what other options are we can do. For, you know, if someone's in fear, they could come and see me because I can... I'm, Good at getting rid of fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Peter Blanks. <laughs> hey, little plug there. You're getting, little good, plug, at little plug You're getting good at this radio gig, aren't you? <laughs> but it's it's valid, isn't it? It's a very valid thing for people, and it's understandable. It's it's um, it, it, yeah. Can't argue with it, can you? If someone's in fear. Um, and we talked about that in the other show, didn't we? You know, like, um, what, what do you do with that stuff when you own a problem? Mm. In, in, in my terminology, when someone's upset or they're fearful or they're annoyed or whether they're resentful, it's the problem ownership model. They own a problem. Mm. <laughs> I can't, it's actually not my job to fix their problem, but how can I be helpful? Well, right. I can usually be helpful by listening. Um, accepting what they're saying, even though, you know, it's like, look, I've been doing this for 50 years, you know, mm. and I've never had an accident yet. Well, it doesn't quite wash, does it, <laughs> for a person that's in fear? Yeah, yeah. So it's that whole listening, accepting that this person does own a problem. And, yeah, what are some of the possible solutions, I think, yeah. I'd like to think there's a solution to everything, but that's pretty Pollyanna. Yeah. And sometimes that fear thing can crop up all of a sudden. You know, there's been something in the news. Some hunter's done some stupid fucking thing that we just go, you know, that's ruining it for all of us. But also that that we might be thinking that, oh, the dork, you know, they did this and this and they did this or they did. But actually, partners sitting there going, wow, that could happen. This could easily happen. Yeah. Yeah. And and I suppose that must, when those things happen, must highlight it for for a lot of partners in the sense Mm. of 
brings it to mind, doesn't it? It's like, well, this could happen, you know, apart from the fact that there's millions of hunters out there every day and, you know. <laughs> oh, statistically, a, yes. Yeah, we, we can do all that stuff, but it, it really doesn't make a difference to a person that's in fear. Mm. Yeah. I actually had a really interesting one with um, a young fellow that's been in my life, and he, not the recent time we flew, we flew just the other day, but a, a couple of years ago we flew overseas and it was after, just after the plane had gone missing and there'd been a whole lot of stuff. Remember, there was a whole lot of plane crash. And yeah. all of a sudden, he said, I don't really, I'm scared of flying. I'm yeah. like, well, this has never come up before. Yeah. It only took a conversation and actually a flight. Um, but to me, that sort of highlighted what yep. can go on for exactly. someone's mind, you yes. know. One of the things I think that, that hunters or that, that, I don't think couples do this well, is they're not very proactive. Mm. They don't, it's like the old frog in the pot. If the, you chuck a frog into hot water, it jumps out. If you boil the frog or slowly raise the temperature, it sits there and eventually boils away. And, and that's the end of the frog, frog yep. soup, right? So is it about being proactive? And at some point after the show, listen to yep. this. You know, there's a good 60,000 of you listening to this. Go and have a chat to your partner and say, hey, where are you at with this? Yeah, yeah. Is that, the, is that what you say? Where are you at with this? Good I do question. It. You know, and whatever comes back. It's about just listening. Eh? You know, it's not, you don't have to take it on, or you don't. Ha- it doesn't have to be your truth, but it is about listening. Is the key thing. But are you opening Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah. Can I just check? <laughs> yes. Can I? Can you? I've just of... listened to this show, hmm. and they brought up this really interesting. And uh, you know, I have given it some thought in the past, and I know we've had, we you know, have with this issue about that and this issue about that. Can we? Can we just check in? I mean, one of my, one of my, and it's not a very good analogy, I suppose, but it, you know, it's like. Um, it's like armies, you know. Armies train and train and train and train in peacetime, don't they? Over and over and over and over again, so that when they are in a combat situation, they don't have to think. <laughs> so it's like it's like not wait until there's an issue. Yes, yes. It's like let's bring it up, let's talk about it, let's let's have an ongoing conversation about it when we're okay, you know, because mm. like. When you come home after four days with your smelly socks and, you know, you, you don't Getting come Getting hosed up, down you, at the door. Yeah, and you don't come back with any meat. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, you know, and the other person's really, they're, they're stretched. They're, their emotions are stretched. That's not a good time to have that conversation. <laughs> and often, I think, you're in the opposite mode. Yeah, yeah. You've done five or ten days in the hills. You come home and the first thing you want to see is your partner. Yeah. You know, and, and tell them the stories, the stories at that point. You know, yes. you walk in and you're expecting a a, a great a greeting yeah. Yeah. and you get the, you know, you get the cold shoulder. Yeah. It almost, that's it. You've already started. Eh? It's, you're in trouble straight away. So that's not the time to have that conversation, is it? So I think it's, it is, like you're saying, being proactive, bringing it up as as a possible issue and just talking about it you know you don't have to make any decisions about it you don't have to but as long as you can keep communicating about it and and, and recognize it because if you're always looking for solutions somewhere along the line you'll find that won't you or, or you'll the person at least gets listened to which i think is the other side in communication yeah so so maybe a, a really good idea is you've, you've just finished listening to the show most of the people that listen to this are, are hunters that I, I think at, at, the, at large yeah is the sort of the feeling i get anyway what about just saying hey hun <laughs> have a listen to this yeah you know this isn't this isn't hasn't been a sort of grunting hunting show that we we normally do but yeah. have a listen to this or i'll listen to it with you and maybe that starts yeah. the conversation if you're if you're a bit awkward about that stuff sure 
yeah, that's a that's a good opening, isn't it? You know, I think it, sometimes it's a bit difficult to how do I start off this conversation? What do I say? You know, it's like how do I bring it up because I might be worried about the outcome of having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I might not. Um, so yeah, I think make it easy, make it a, a doable thing, and as you say, be proactive about it. I think that's the biggie. Yeah, let's let's let's. It's the reality, isn't it? That's what I think a lot of us and talk a lot about that in my other show about facing reality this is a reality this is could be a problem for this person and could be a problem for me it's real mm. and why don't we bring it up but often we don't because it's like oh, where's this going to go and what's the outcome are we, we going to get into a big fight over this which you know, we have a pattern of doing that so it's about changing patterns finding some different skills about that isn't it so mm. why argue about it you know it's like I've, you know, for me, it's all about turning conflicts into conversations. So. And the final part of this that I wanted to bring up with you, because we're running low on time, is there's there's been this explosion of female hunters, right? And along with that, there's been female hunters in a position where men aren't the hunters. Okay. Okay. So yeah. at first, it was uh, women mainly hunting with partners or fathers, yeah. but it it's really has that that VU meter's gone the other direction now. Oh. So you've got this great culture, and I, I think it's amazing that there's more. And in fact, Cam Speedy's interview last week or the week before mentioned that. That's the thing he's seen in the last 10 years, an explosion of female hunters. What's that like for the guy? Because mm. you've got a non-traditional role there, that, yeah. you know, hunter-gatherer, bring home meat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and then, and then that role's reversed. reversed. It's, it's, it, to me, it's a very similar thing with that income thing. And again, we're not sitting here trying to say that the traditional role's where it's at. In fact, yes. anyone that, that knows me will know that's not really where my head sits. But it's, is that an issue for some men? That, is it I'm, a demasculating? I'm sure it, I'm sure it right would word? be. I mean, it's a microcosm of what's happening out there in the world, isn't it? You mm-hmm. know, there's a change and has been over the last few years. You know, my my parents were brought up in the Victorian era, you know, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, in just a really short period of time, things have changed remarkably. And I think mm-hmm. that's a struggle for all of us, both male and female, in a sense. And, and it's again worth talking about, isn't it? Because uh, is that all you can do, though? Just talk about it, or is there well, some some real tangible clay solutions that you can mould? Wow! Look, well, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well I, I, I think it's accepting this part of it, accepting change, isn't it? And that's mm. difficult for a lot of us, you know. If, I, if I've grown up, and you know, for Arm's sake, if I've grown up in this very male-dominated um, hunting. You know, and this has been a way of life. Even women coming on board is somewhat of a challenge, isn't it? You know, it mm. changes things. You know, the old boys' club, and suddenly we're inviting women in. There's all that stuff, and it's all real. And I think it's real. It's it's a changing world. So it's that whole: how do I deal with this this change? Mm. Um, how do I, you know, suddenly my partner, wife, um, girlfriend, or whatever takes up this sport, and it's like, yeah, you know, what am I going to do with this? Um, how do how do we make this work again? How do we make it work? I think those are the discussions you need to have, eh? because it's if you don't have those discussions, you don't have those conversations. They get left to chance, and and often that chance doesn't work out very well. You know, it gets further and further out, and people stop making stances, don't they? You know, it's like ultimatums and stuff mm-hmm. like that. If you don't stop doing this. Uh, 
and you'd, if you can head that off at the pass and, and uh, have those proactive conversations about it, I think it's just dealing with reality, isn't it? It's real. I'm, I'm upset about this. Mm. I, I'm, I've got a problem with this. And rather than shying away from that because where's it going to go to, it's like being brave and saying, <laughs> let's mm. talk about it. Yeah. Well, Peter, look, you've been an absolute pleasure again. Thank you for coming on the show. It's a little bit outside of your normal yeah. kind of yes. cat, but... Uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure. If you want to listen to that show, our other show, uh, which has nothing to do with hunting at all, uh, Mind Blanks, find us on Facebook. And remember, if you want to win that great 12-month subscription to NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine, all you've got to do is be proactive with us. Give us feedback. Tell us what you thought about this show or any other. Send us emails and you could win that great 12-month subscription to NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine and get your pretty picture on the top of our Facebook page. The other thing I'd like to do very quickly is thank some of our great sponsors. Lower, you guys are amazing. Um, you keep me in boots, and I love you for it. Jet Boyle and NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine, all very, very great sponsors. Be careful out there, guys. Have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and good hunting. Podcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him, and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics.